Dave Loggins' one-way ticket to paradise. This one's been bugging me for a few months now. This was my very first bone throw, and I need to know whether or not it can stay on that playlist. I didn't know. I didn't know if it was. I didn't know how. When we started the show, we weren't so strict about what yacht rock was. I was. <laughs> Whatever, photo glow. Yeah, photo glow, Steve <laughs> over here. Um, there's a lot not to like about this song: acoustic guitar, sweeping sentimentality, love letter lyrics, clumsy metaphors, masquerading and sophisticated songwriting. Is that so, a bad thing? Uh, yeah. Well, I, you know. It's not like Steely Dan lyrics, and then there's Dave Loggins lyrics. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like one of the lyrics in here, I'll imagine I'm a captain with a one-woman crew. And that in and of itself proves this guy is a fool. And also, the ship he imagines that they're on is called the Sandcastle, which implies it'll just dissolve when it hits water. So if this is a Yacht Rock song, this is the rare fool who doesn't realize he's a fool at all. And that goes across the board. The singer, the character he's singing as, mm-hmm. no one knows they're a fool. No. This, uh, this and that can make them the biggest fools of all. Yeah. This also kind of sounds like Marina Rock a little bit, because if, if Kenny yeah. was playing the Forum, Dave would be playing the Prince of Wales and, and Playa del Rey. Oh, good well, part. It certainly, uh, it certainly fits the genre. It's a guy singing about a woman that he can't have, longing to be with her on an island or a boat or whatever he's talking about. You're talking about Marina Rock, though, right? Yeah, yeah, Marina Rock. I think this is a great Marina Rock song. Um, now, and it's on the edge for Yacht Rock for me. And what, but what's important, and this is really important to me now, I've, I've, I've invented the Brody Index. Just to complicate things more. You've invented it. I invented it. The Brody Index. How would I feel if Brody Jenner played this at a Yacht Rock pool party? So how does that? How does the Brody Index calculate into the, the Yachtski? If I'm having trouble, I, I, I apply the Brody Index, which only has two measurements. Zero feel, and I, one. I feel good about this. It's, it's a binary scale. Or I feel bad about this. Yeah. I like that you say you invented it because it conjures up an image of you sitting in your basement <laughs> lab late one night, you know, with like uh, little Tesla coils and things bubbling around you. Uh, this song, if Brody Jenner were to play this at a Yacht Rock pool party, I'd feel good about it. So I would feel good giving this a, a Yatsky score above uh, 50. I mean, it's so ocean-themed, I can actually count that as a plus in this one, even though it, it, it doesn't really help Yatsky scores. I, I'm going to give this song a 63 on the Yatsky scale. 63. 63. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not a sound effect, by the way. Dave really did buy an adding machine to bring into the studio today. I wanted this to be a little more professional. Yeah. I'm also calculating this on the water acre calculator. Whatever. So just in case uh, Dave runs out of uh, paper. Or ink. <laughs> or ink on his... Or batteries. On his new calculator. Uh, or gusto. I, you know, I hear the log line on this. Uh, it's got good harmonies without 
going like Beach Boys or or Crosby, Stills, Nash. Uh, it's a little countrified. It doesn't, but that doesn't bother me. That the much. log line is countrified. Yeah, yeah, it, it can be. It can be or folkified. Uh, it's yeah, I would say it's a little more folkified. But the closer you get to the south, it easily translates into being countrified. Uh, and he is from the south, I believe. Um, Kenny's second cousin from like. But anyways, that doesn't bother me, and I like the spirit, especially in the, with the e piano. So I'm going to give it a 58. 58. Okay. <laughs> I can't tell if it's a slide guitar or a pedal steel, and either one kind of makes it tough for me to go yacht on this. But, and the strings don't help either. But Hunter, like you said, you've really, you really can hear the log line. You've got Randy Goodrum somewhere on the album. This one's barely yacht for me, but I am going to score on the side of yacht. I'm going to give it a 51. Steve Arino. All right. I, I, I do hear, like, early on in this song, you can hear kind of those strummy campfire music type qualities that I always think pushes it away from yacht. But the longer the song goes on, the more you can hear some harmonic complexity, some unexpected chord changes. It goes in different directions than you might expect. Uh, so to me, that's enough to put it over the top as a yacht song. I'm going to go 61. Dave, what'd you get? What water acre calculator get? I've got fifty-eight point two five. That's that's what water acre gave me too. All right. This is Beyond Yacht Rock, Yacht or Yacht, Volume 11. My name is J.D. Riznar. Over there is Hollywood Steve. Hi, I'm Hollywood Steve. We got David Lyons. Hey, I'm David Lyons. And we got Hunter Stare. Yo. Hey, you wrote in a bunch of songs. You emailed us. You Twittered us. Uh, you can Instagram us now, Beyond Yacht Rock. Follow that stuff. Yeah. Um, Wait, you, you can Instagram a, you can Insta- a question? You can yeah. write it down on a piece of paper, Instagram it, and tag yeah, us. Yeah, take a photo of it. Yeah. Instagram. That sounds um, good. Did you mention Facebook? I wasn't listening. You can Facebook it, too. Yeah. You can Facebook us. Um, you asked if these songs are Yacht or Yacht, and this is the stupidest thing in the... I was thinking about this. This is the dumbest thing to spend energy on, this mm-hmm. much energy on, to name... And to figure out if songs are yacht rock or not, it's so stupid and such a waste of time. But we love doing it, so we're gonna keep <laughs> and doing it. And people love asking us about it. Yeah. Um, so this song was written in by Jason Anderson at Jason and Threerson. This is the new- three is the E. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, I'm just explaining that. This is New Edition's Mr. Telephone Man. Uh, and he wrote, when I heard Ray Parker Jr. on Yacht Soul, I thought it was New Edition, Mr. Telephone Man. Is that considered Yacht Soul 2? And I gotta say, when I heard this song, I couldn't put my finger on why it sounded familiar. Then I looked at the liner notes, and yeah, sure enough, written by Ray Parker Jr. It sounds exactly like A Woman Needs Love, just like I do, that we played in Yacht Soul. So you take that with the fact that the sound is yacht-ish for 84, though pushing a little out of the Yacht Rock era. That There's a, it's like this harsh, futuristic synth that's not very yachty. There's also a lack of personnel, except for Ray, the bravest yacht rocker in the face of ghosts. I gotta give it a lower yacht rock number. Uh, but honestly, it's not... I don't feel good on the Brody Index. I gotta put it just under at 49. If Brody Jenner played this, I'd be like... Eh, eh, bro, eh. 
Really? Yeah. If, I, I think it just barely misses the boat. At a yacht rock party or just in general? If Brody... At a yacht rock oh, party. Okay. Uh, I'm already on edge because I'm like, ah, Brody I Jenner. I don't think I like you allowing Brody to influence your definition of yacht this much. Listen, it's he's not influencing it. I'm imagining myself in the worst possible situation where I'm most mm. sensitive to the to the yacht rock of a song. He's You're trying to maybe get a little... invited to a Brody Jenner yacht. Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm aware. Get, and I'm trying to get a free ticket because they're expensive. Right. Did it already happen? Yeah, but the, he may have more this summer. Uh, I see. Uh, I remember talking about Mr. Telephone Man uh, when we were first, the BYR was first coming together, mm-hmm. and we were trying to think of genres, and uh, this was the obsolete jobs genre. Yeah, I remember that uh, one. Yeah, no, <laughs> never went anywhere. Um, so the first thing that takes me out of this, uh, this, me out of this song for being yacht is that uh, the prepubescent voices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yacht rock is for salty sailors who've traversed the seas of session gigs. <laughs> Grizzled veterans. These these boys are too young to be fools. Yeah, and they don't know what fooling is. Yeah, and 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 they're all there, and the backing vocals they all blend. Uh, too much with the leads. This is more. This is closer to something you hear in the 50s or 60s. Uh, usually, usually those background vocals counterbalance or add gravitas, like with Michael McDonald or the Pages. Uh, and but I did check another song. Bobby Caldwell and Michael Sambello are on another song. I thought, hey, maybe they're a little yachtier. I listened to that one. It's the same thing. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to change. Anyways, also the pro- production's is sparse. Um, What's your number? I, it's close. I think if you fix a couple is- issues, put a different personnel in there, this could go over there. But right now, as it stands, I'm going to give it a 43. All right, 43 from Hunter. I feel it could be Young Rock if if it was sung by a by a yachter of note, but I can't imagine someone like McDonald or Toto singing this because the lyrics are just so stupid and cheesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, they're written for kids. Well, exactly. The band was put together by a label trying to recreate the Jackson 5 right about the time MJ was establishing himself as a solo act. Mm-hmm. And other than Ray Parker Jr., who is awesome, but not a yacht rock heavyweight, there's no one of note at all. And 84 is kind of the tail end, and the more I talk about it, the less I think it's yacht. I'm going 35. Always the lowest one. Bobby, Cal- Bobby Caldwell was on it. Steve Arino. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with Dave. Like, I've, I, It's never occurred to me that this song could be Yacht Soul, and I'm just now listening to it for the first time with that in mind. And I, th- I think everything, everything we've gone over already kind of... Convinces me that it's not. It's 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 closer than I thought it was, but I don't think it's quite over the top. I'm going to give it a 38. What'd you give it, Dave? I gave it a uh, 35. Okay. What'd you get? <laughs> I got a 41.25. Yep. <laughs> That's yacht. So far, it works. Yeah. Just as good as your whatever scale. This is good. Gregnog. Egg Gregnog. There's two G's and Gregnog in the middle. Like eggnog. There you go. But with a Greg on the front. This is Stanley Clark and Can George Duke. Can you walk Duke. me through that again, Steve? Yeah, he, man, he's, <laughs> he's hitting the ground running. Yeah, well, he didn't really prepare anything, so he's got to take it where he can. Stanley Clark and George Duke, Sweet Baby. Greg Nog writes, Sweet Baby by Stanley Clark and George Duke. Absolutely deserved a yacht soul nod. Uh, watch your absolutes, Greg Nog. This is a tough one. So you misspelled Greg Nog there. Don't worry about it. I said well, I gotta right. clarify oh it for everybody. God. Oh my fucking god! You did, uh, you did, you did shorten the G on that last Greg knot. Trying to get through these segments faster. 
Uh, listen, listen to this. It's got the What a Fool mm-hmm. Believes ripoff oh, piano yeah, riffs. But it's got zero personnel. It's got love letter lyrics, which are forgivable when a Yacht Rock song is on the Yacht Soul deck. But and these are bona fide jazz guys doing pop R&B crossover. That's got it's solid ingredients. Like an omelet is egg and cheese, but scrambled eggs with cheese taste the same. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I got to tell you, if I'm sunburned and I'm a fifth mojito and the fruit of Caitlin's loins are spinning this one, I'm feeling good. I'm giving this a 62 on the Yatsky scale. Uh, okay, so uh, Michael Boddicker was on this album, not this song. And also my theory about the quintessential Doobie sound that might have come from Victor Feldman somehow. Well, George Duke and Victor are both in Cannonball Adderley's band, but at different times, I think. So maybe there's a common musical th- thread there. Like they met at, a cri- at one of Cannonball Adderley's Christmas parties. It, it may have come from Cannonball Adderley, and he was like, hey, you guys keep playing this, this, this chord phrasing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now my secretary is going to photocopy her boobs. <laughs> so, uh, but beyond that... Uh, he, this, and I'm talking about George Duke here. He ran in some jazzy circles, played with basically everyone associated with Yacht Soul, including uh, on Al Jarreau's uh, roof garden. What? 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 Is he the guy in the video playing? No. Okay. No. That's a different guy. No. All right. That's a mystery that we'll solve another time. Yeah. Yeah. No. He looks nothing like the guy playing. Great video. Great tight meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. But Stanley Clark, he doesn't have much cred besides working with Q. Um, but he does play on one of Seals and Croft's most yachtiest offerings called Stars, which is a great song. So there's a few points there. Anyways, uh, I hate that guitar, uh, sitar-like guitar yeah. that yeah. we just played. I yeah, hate that. Really but I like this song. It's yachty. I'm giving it a 69. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I, I can't deny that that foolish riff and that, like Hunter said, the sitar solo is awful. But the chorus immediately makes me forget about it. And I dig the dude's voice. It's really smooth. Uh, what a fool believes isn't the only ripoff in this. I, I kept hearing a little bit of "That's what friends are for." Which came after, right? Did it? I don't know. This is pretty now, early. What year is this? Because I don't know. That's what friends are for came out in '82 with Rod Stewart and was redone by. Um. Okay, anyway. Yeah. yeah Warwick doesn't. and friends. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Blah blah blah. Sixty-seven. Steve. The chorus is yacht soul, but I don't know about the rest of it. It just sounds like. It sounds like a jazz fusion R&B crossover that's yacht. So I think I'm gonna put it. I'm gonna put it just under yacht. I'm gonna put it 48. Well, you know, now that I think about it. Dave's uh, yada yada blah 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 convinced me mm-hmm. that maybe I should go one lower on this. So I'm gonna switch mine to 68. Okay, you, you son of a bitch! You're doing that. You're doing that because of my adding machine. <laughs> the water acre calculator will give us the number in this case. Wait, what wait, do we got? I, oh. Wait, hold on, hold on. No, come on, stop it. What? I just wanted to do that once. Just no, I got a 61.5, so you probably got a 61.25. I did. <laughs> ha! Did it in my head, fuckers. That's Yacht Rock. Ooh. Hey, d- what Dave. the fuck is this? Dave. Dave. 
When Guess you, what? When you say yada yada, is it spelled Y-A-C-H-T-A? Oh, my God. Uh, no one cares. <laughs> I care. Do you got I, somewhere to go, J.D.? I, I don't know. I don't know. But I'll tell you something. Tell you who's got nothing to go. Tim Wateraker. He's listening right now wanting this answer because he... Tom, Tom Tim, Wateraker? Oh, yeah. No, he's, right. no, he's talking about Tim Wateraker. Tim Wateraker. Different, yeah. different guy. Tim yeah. Wateraker is bro. Boy, Tom Wateraker wrote yeah. this in. Uh, at Wateraker. This is Spyro Gyra's Morning Dance from 1980. Have you yachted and yachted Morning Dance by Spyro Gyra? It's on the Universal Yacht Rock compilation. For me, yeah, too jazzy. Yes, Wateraker, not only do you make great functioning calculators, mm-hmm. you have a you great have ear for ear. Yacht Rock. Mm-hmm. It's good to do a Spyro Gyro song, but you heard that steel drum, terrible. And is it, what is this, Bossa Nova? Brecker Brothers might be on this song, but they're on there amongst a gaggle of horners. And if Brody Jenner played this, I'd throw my fucking mojito right at his beautiful square jaw. This feels like marina rock for me, but it's a rowboat marina, complete with a boat elevator. This could maybe be marina, but barely. The steel drum kind of kills it. I don't really mind the sax for Marina, but that is not what we are here to discuss. Sax is harmful for Yacht Rock. Yacht Rock belongs to the electric guitar and electric piano. When sax is featured, it hurts it bad. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I wouldn't say I don't think it hurts it necessarily. It do, it, well, it certainly doesn't help. You, yeah, but you have to work for it, and it's and it's definitely a common misconception that sax is the ultimate Yacht Rock instrument. Like, no. Somebody hears Careless Whispers of Baker Street, and they're like, oh, well, I want to need to yachter and yacht that one. Don't do that. That's wrong. Uh, it's not the yachtiest of instruments, and we talked before. David Sanborn is the guy who does it right, and a, maybe a few others. Mm-hmm. Don Myrick uh, from Earth, Wind, and Fire. There you yeah, go. He's good. Uh, but this is Jazz Fusion. I'm giving it a 33. Yeah, for yacht, is not yacht. It gets a red hot 22 from me. Ooh, 22 for JD. And I seriously doubt Spyro Gyra's ever yacht rock. Yeah. Stop asking us about them. There's a smoothness in here, like a slight smoothness that I can kind of relate to Chuck Maggioni, Docks on the Marina. But I also hear elements of a particular more Chiba song called A Well-Deserved Break. They're fine songs, but get them the hell away from our yacht. 25 points on the Yachtsky scale from me. 25 points? What's this point scale? It's a percentile scale. Yeah. Too. What is but these, Hunter what are these always, points, Dave? Hunter keeps saying it gets extra points for this, extra points for that. I thought these were points based on what Hunter said. Well, no, the points, the pro and con points, you 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 combine them for a percentage. How many percentage of yacht points do they have? Or percentage of yacht points? Listen, don't worry about it. Just give us a percentage, Dave. Steve, we need a percentage yeah. from you. I got with those points, Dave. Man, sorry, guys. You think I'm drawing this out? Okay. Uh, well, you just did. Is, Good job. This is Car- This is too Caribbean, too jazz fusion-y. This is not yacht rock at all. This is a 12. Mm. 23. That is Niat Yacht Rock. Whoa! Yeah! Coming in hot tonight. Song number four, written in by Ian McNaughton. Yeah, this is a hot song. Nodini. This is Ted Gardestad. Back in business, 1978. Back in the business. <laughs> Who said pronounced Tud Gierdestud? That's how it's pronounced. Okay. Tude, I actually, I, I, Gierdestud. I had to look up a bunch of yeah, interviews. Swedish. All right, so Ted's a Swedish former child star who got his break via the ABBA people. He was a cheesy little singer boy who was all grown up in 78. And of course, when you come of age in 1978, you bring yacht rockers over to Sweden and make your awesome yacht rock album. 
But you also bring fellow cheeseball David Cassidy into the studio to perform hand claps, which he does. Mm, awesome. Um, so I've never seen more Bonanza personnel than I've seen on this album. Bass credits go to Bob Glob, David Hungate, and Hai Winding, who usually plays keys and also plays keys and plays synth on this. There We got Picaro and Victor Fellman on drums, on guitar, Jay Poop and Graydon, Lee Rittenauer, and Lukather. It sounds like Poopin's on this song, by the way. Steve Picaro and Hai Winding on synth, Jerry Hay playing horns, Dr. John on, is on this album too, and I'm excited to listen to Dr. John sometime and find out yeah. if he's Yacht Rock or not. Um, he did the Blossom theme. No. Yeah. I mean, they got a budget for this kid, and they spent that money on the best. Um, I feel like this is in the in the Toto line, sort of, which I now call the Hold the Line. Yeah, good uh, one. And his accent in this is adorable. Back into the business. Um, I'm going to give this a... Let's get right to my number. Uh, that's Hunter's number. I'm giving it a 72. Oh, 72. Wow. I'm knocking it down for the Beatlesy super trampy breakdown. Um, that's great. I love uh, Super Yacht Swede. Good garnish, dude. It's good pronunciation. Uh, yeah, I don't have this page because Dave just decided to uh, sacrifice. But it was just me. That wasn't me, dude. I didn't print today. But it was just me bitching about how. See, it's I, pointless I, to prepare for these. I was saving uh, this this song for maybe a foreign yacht thing, and now it's been revealed. Well, there's a whole album. Yeah. Then we can take another song off the album. We can do the song again. I'm not. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. fine. I, one, I, I'm over it. Listen, guys, I know you wrote all the stuff after I was supposed to yeah. give out about it, but I'm fine with it. I think it's great. And the reason is because on this this particular episode, we've had some great reveals that are coming up, and I can't... I gotta give it to this guy. It's fine. Great. This is great. 60. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. I'm not mad about it at all. No, we can all tell. And Ian, good job. Thank you for introducing this to all of us, but Hunter? No, I... No, I'm... Uh, honestly, I've changed my tune. Oh, well, good. I'm glad. I'm glad we're bringing this out now. Well, it's exciting for Ian. The audience is having some fun, and I'm happy for him. Um, but I also agree with that sort of super trampy thing that uh, JD was talking about. So I'm going to give it a 68. I would have gone higher without the super trampy thing. Yeah. But that's where I'm landing. Hollywood Steve Arino. It's definitely in the Toto line. I heard this. Like, I love the intro. I liked all the Toto touches throughout. Ooh, Toto it's, touch. Uh, yeah, touched like, by like Toto. That. Um, I'm also going to give it a 68. <laughs> we got a 67. That's Yacht Rock. Yeah. Well, this is the Fart good part. Don't, don't do that yet. Oh, because it, no. it gets worse. I was, it goes I, on. I was trying to make it awesome because I was. It was awesome. I just felt oh. like a fart sound should go there. Oh, okay. Um, this one's written in by a little fellow named Andrew Fechner at Andrew Fechner, which is C H N E R. This is Alan O'Day's undercover undercover angel from '77, and uh, this is a hit. This is too. funny. He says, yeah, this is this was a number one hit. Yeah, this is a hit. Andrew says. 
yacht on yacht? I'm thinking the issue has to be sound, not personnel. Oh, shit. I misread that, so everything I said is wrong. This has bonanza <laughs> personnel. Um, and I I lamented uh, last episode that we didn't prep for, that not knowing enough about Alan O'Day, so this time I had a chance to look into him more. And yes, you were right, Dave. Of course, he, he did the Muppet Babies theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he also wrote that terrible Righteous Brothers song, Rock and Roll Heaven. So he's a piece oh, of shit. That one's garbage. Yeah, and he's also bald on this album arc. Like, like Jeffrey Tambor bald. Ew. But in 2007, he had hair like Trump's wigs <laughs> cousin. Now, but now he's dead. So that's Alan O'Day, folks. Have you ever considered writing eulogies? I'm good at them. Yeah. Um, so Bonanza Personnel, Michael O'Martian produced this, which is wow. plenty. But then we got Poop and Graydon and Victor Fellman there on this album. Wow. Jeff Vaccaro's the drummer on this album. I would not have suspected that. I, I re-listened to this song just trying to figure out whether it was Marina Rock before we did that episode. It's maybe it's Marina Country, but not. I don't think it. I don't think it docks at the Marina even. Yeah, the sounds way off for me. It's it, it's too country. There's nothing smooth about it at all. Um, everything. So, you know. I thought it was. But 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 but. If Brody plays this, no, gotta get that in there. I don't know how upset I'd be. I I think I would be okay with Brody playing it. I uh, the, the the beginning for me sounded like Yara. Ugh. I don't like. That's the farty synth right yeah. there. That's that's coming straight out of uh, Stevie Wonder territory. I think the reason why this was enough. Stevie Wonder was bad. Um, <laughs> I think the reason why this is a number one hit is because I think this isn't one song. This is like a Frankenstein of a bunch of different popular genres at the time. That, yeah, that I hear a little were, like afternoon delight in there, like sort of that. We got country. You have little, yes, yeah, crossover you, country. You have a little Stevie Wonder farty synth. Mm-hmm. You got whatever this part is, disco. Yeah, and that 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 creepy undercover, undercover, undercover. You know, when Giorgio Moroder does it to Kenny Loggins in Danger Zone, it's kind of cool. Does it? But here, it, it just—I don't like it. This so, is—I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just—I was just gonna give a number. So okay. it's thirty. Uh, I think it gets a thirty at least from the personnel because yeah, so, so many people are on it. Um, and I say that this is at least a quarter yacht. So I'll give it around a fifty-two. I'll give it a fifty-one. So I'll jump on that low rating, rating it uh, around around 52 at 53. Okay. 53? All right. I entirely based my specific number uh, building on your joke. But Gene Yaffe, he works in mysterious ways. Right. And for me, uh, he inspired me to say 45 based on what I was talking about. Steve? Let's get into the lyrical content of this because nobody's discussed this yet. It's, we, we, we talk a lot about the Yacht Rock Fools. This guy, a fool is someone who's fallen in love and lost. This guy is so fucking pathetic that he can't even fall. Like, this whole song is this weird fantasy about an angel appearing from heaven to fuck him. Like, he can't even conjure up a real fucking woman that he's loved and lost with. It's like, it's like this weird, it's this weird mix of Bill LeBounty and fucking Kevin Smith. This is the fucking Kevin Smith of, of, of Nyat Rock songs. I don't think it's Nyat Rock. It has elements, but I can't fucking put it on a boat. Wait, hold on a second. That makes rock and roll heaven clerks. <laughs> Sounds about right. So I'm gonna say that Undercover Angel is fucking 23. Wow. Oh, damn, Steve. You just you just killed sunk, it. Sunk the boat. Stabbed it in the glub, heart. Glub glub glub, motherfuckers. What'd you get, <laughs> What'd you get Dave? Hmm? Oh, I stopped. <laughs> I'm 43. 
That's Miat. Mike Davis at Lynn USL. Line of self. Line of self. We've done, we've this, done we've... this bit before. This is Heat. Follow you home. <laughs> the bit where you misread things? Yep. This is Heat. It only works on some things. Follow you home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There it is. Uh, okay. Well, first thing I hear is New York City. Somebody... Yeah. I'll say it, but New it, York City. Somebody's yeah. supposed to say New that. York City. This was actually recorded at Fidelity Studios in California. Okay, New York so they, City. I don't know if Fidelity Studios is real though. Sounds. So they yeah they yeah. took the Concord. Wait, no, it only goes the other way. Couldn't go across. Doesn't go anywhere now. Well, not now. Back then, Dave. Yeah, of course. Um, but I think it's Yachty for sure. Uh, this is Heat, as we said. Has three members: singer Ed Whiting, uh, another singer Gene Marie Arnold, and saxophonist keyboardist Tom Saviano. So that if you're counting, uh, two singers and a saxophonist keyboardist <laughs> make this band mm-hmm. Heat. Uh, Ed, uh, so Ed wrote a Bill Champlin song. Gene Marie's got Bupkis. Uh, Tom Saviano, he's the dude, though. He's worked a bunch with uh, Melissa Manchester on the Mammoth uh, Dane Donahue album. Uh, he's worked with Brenda Russell and Greg Fillingaines. Um, yeah, anyways. I, I agree with you that this has a York sound. And something about it sounds like a wet city night. Probably the fact that this creep is going to follow a girl home. This is a... It, <laughs> like, is a creep yachtier... It is a creepy song. Yeah, is a creep yachtier than a fool? That's, no. what, a, that's what a creep no. believes, Kenny. Yeah. That's what a creep believes. Because Benny Mardonis is not yacht. No, he's not. No. He's, he's the creep. He's he's the soft rock creep to end all soft rock creeps. Um, when you listen to, the, to this song without us talking over it, listen for the steely dandiness uh, in the last measure of the chorus before the solo. That's Very the steely dandy. Right yeah. uh, so that... I was talking about Tom Saviano. Um... It was hard to find some information about this guy, uh, but he, l- lucky enough, he worked with Peter Chris on his Kiss solo album, yeah. um, which, not Yacht Rock, but it means some batshit obsessive Kiss fan is going to notate his every movement because he once <laughs> played with a member of Kiss. And sure enough, there it is. If you go to kissrelatedrecording.nl, you can find pretty much everything about this. The Netherlands? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, so besides Vinnie Vincent on this album, wait, Vinnie Vincent is he, is he on this song? Uh, probably because there's only two singers and a saxophonist on yeah, this so band. Yeah, they, so. they had to fill it in. I'd All say right. he probably invaded this uh, uh, recording. But session. it doesn't say Vinnie Vincent. It says Vinnie, whatever his real name is, like Vinciano or whatever his real name is. Anyways, uh, yeah. So, uh, but we also have a high winding mm-hmm. and uh, Neil Steubenhaus. So that's pretty okay. Yeah, have yeah. Um, and then there's another guy named uh, on drums named Hoover the Groover. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know how uh, I'm going to get Jeffrey Jeff Ficaro's nickname uh, to top that. Hey, so there you go. I'm going to quit. There you go. Um, the other bit of info from 1981. It's a touch quiet stormy, but I'm going to. That's picking nits. I'm giving it a 79. Hmm. Oh, my number is uh, 64. It pushes a little too disco for this guy. Uh, Dave? Hmm? Oh, sorry. Uh, did you give a number? I did, 64. Oh, I'm sorry, I Just missed Just play it. it again, because that opening's really awesome. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I agree that the yacht's there, but it's a little less for me. Um, I'm going 65. 
a little less for me than uh, what I had uh, originally thought. It's you know actually what? more than what you That's more than what I thought. But anyway, don't worry about it. It's a good number. <laughs> yeah. Steve? Yeah, it's, 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 the yachtiness is there. It's, I can't put my finger on exactly, I, I, uh, exactly why I don't hear a lot of it. Like, I don't feel it that much, but I do feel that I'm going to give it a 54. All right, I was going to, I was thinking that my number is a little high, but I feel like I'm balancing out Steve today. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm going, uh, or so it anyways, it's 65.5. And that... That's yacht. Yeah, that feels right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Before, mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to say this is awesome, and this is the song that got me to change, have a change of heart from this point forward of discoveries when people are smart and they're like, <laughs> hey, check this one out, because right. I love this song. Yeah, uh, this is written in by Heath Finney, at Heath Finney. This is Greg Gidry. Yeah. I, I found that pronunci- mm-hmm. pronunciation too. You could have just asked me. I used to live in Louisiana. Is he, tons, what's it, pr- what's it pronounced? How's it pronounced, Steve? Yeah. Tons of Gidrys in Louisiana. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You had access to the document. Um, this song is I called. I shit to do today. You guys are rushing back uh, from vacation here. This song. <laughs> this song is called Going Down. Did I say that already? I don't know. Yeah. So this guy, Greg Gidry, was born in St. Louis. He sang gospel. Oh, listen to that. Just yeah. like a, a little guy we know whose name rhymes with Michael. McRonald. Yeah. The song has the lyrics, a fool could drown in her eyes. Of course, her eyes means her vagina, as this song is about a guy determined to break up with a lady who makes him perform too much cunnilingus. I'm going down for the last time is the prominent lyric in this song. JD, you're absolutely right. He sings, love is coming all over me. Yep. I tried to research the lyrics specifically to dispute you, JD, but my research did the exact (laughs) opposite. There's no way this song is about anything else. When she lights a fire in my soul, there's only one way to go. I'm going down. Yep. Come on. Indeed. Come on what? <laughs> no, come on no, his... That wasn't the lyric. I'm oh. saying come on. Come on his, come know, on his face. Putting a, a jelly glaze oh, on his gotcha. chin. <laughs> uh, this is hot, hot, hot southern yacht. Uh, this is a full-on McDonald impression. If he would have stayed in Missouri. Mm. Uh, and this is awesome. Thank you, Heath. I love this song. Um, this is from 1982. David Hungate's on bass. Uh, so that shores up some, some cred. David Sanborn's on a couple of songs on this album. Um, and I think he plays with the Muscle, uh, muscle Shoals Horns, which is interesting. Also, uh, Bobby Lakind is on percussion, and he was the Doobies conga guy. Also a Steely Dan guy. Um, and I, uh, anyways, I love this new little McDonald here. In fact, Steely Dan has a lyric where it calls out Bobby Lakind. That's how Yacht Rock Bobby Lakind is. Yeah. What's the lyric? I don't know. I uh, my friend Bobby Lakind. Mm-hmm. I forgot the song. I don't yeah. know. Somebody knows it tweeted Stop at us. Stop being so Bobby Lakind. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to I'm gonna go really high on this because I love it that much. Uh, wow. Again, I'm giving it an 86. Hmm. I wrote some crap about the Muscle Shoals horns here, but really doesn't fit. We'll talk about that about another time. We'll talk about them. Um, another fact about Greg, he's from St. Louis, and in high school, he was in a band with a certain singer whose name rhymes with Carmichael McBarnacle. <laughs> Is it Carmichael McBarnacle? <laughs> the sound of... The <laughs> Did you change my notes? <laughs> I liked it better, so I read it that way. Um, the sound of the personnel. I'd written Carmichael McDonald. 
fucking that was yeah. <laughs> that. I but I, Michael McBarnacle made me laugh, so I kept going. This guy, this is a group of cards in this room <laughs> that I do this podcast with. Uh, Sound of the Personnel put this at 74 for me. 74. I'm gonna give it a 76. 76 on the Yasky scale for JD. 76. I like this. This is good Southern yacht, and there's nothing smoother than Cunnilingus. I give it a 69. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's uh, uh, perfect. Okay. I think I got these numbers right. 76.25. <laughs> Welcome to the boat, Gidry. That's yacht. <laughs> I mean, it, that's too close to McGarnagle from... McGarnagle! <laughs> this is song number eight, DJ Empirical at DJ Empirical. This is Wolfpeck with Back Pocket from 2015. He says, super outlier, but man, Wolfpack is so close to Yacht Rock sometimes. Yeah, there. I've heard this before. This is, I guess, this is a modern yacht. I don't know. Um, these guys are from Michigan, or at least the University of Michigan, so probably New York. Yep. Um, they couldn't get into the good school. So <laughs> uni- for rich New Yorkers, University of Michigan, Madison, Wisconsin, um, these are these are the community colleges for rich New York kids. Mm-hmm. But also the finest schools in those states. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, and but this is where you went to school, JD. Yep. So you might have an impression and uh, left an impression ten years ago on these guys. They were the first ones to have cell phones when I went to college in like '96. All mm-hmm. the New York kids. But these are these guys. I don't know. Well, I don't know when they graduated. I was assuming they were in college when uh, Yacht Rock was out. That's all I was saying. Oh. But but who knows? Who knows? Because yeah. it's not that yachty, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, it's really not. I'm kind of tired of these yacht or yacht questions about modern yacht. We get a lot of them. And we, to me, like, they never get it right. This is far from working for me, and I'm almost appalled that this question was asked. You know, there's there's a few folks that, that keep asking about modern yacht, yacht and also Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> and I noticed Coco's Ghost on Twitter started filtering out a few of these by just saying oh. no. Yeah, listen, Coco's Ghost is building these documents and spent, like, five hours over vacation, like, catching up. And his know? wife and, got mad at him. Yeah. And it <laughs> called him out on the Twitters. It yeah. is maddening to, like, oh, another fucking... Oh, fucking another Fleetwood Mac. Another, another power ballad from the late 80s. Yeah. Do you check out those Fleetwood Mac songs to see if they might, like, be really, really close and worthy? Yeah, of course. Yeah, okay, sure, that's good. That's sure. good. I'm more interested in close than, like, retarded. I mean, I would say this is a little close, somewhat a little close. I read that these guys were, they modeled themselves it's kind of a kind of a pretentious way of doing it but they like in their minds they model themselves after the session guys from this era hey and you know what the blind lady in the hello video modeled her head after Lionel Richie <laughs> it didn't quite work out yeah um, but I, I hear a little a decent bounce in this the congas are a nice touch the drums are a little dull as in boring and there's no uh, snap or stare sn- uh, snap on the snare mm. it's just very it sounds like a dull yeah. drum hit um, which Jeff would never stand for that no um, guitar is too funky so are the vocals clarinet is very super tramp mm-hmm. that, is that two super trap references in the negative on this show it is it and, is but you have got to blame the audience for that we're not picking super tramp sounding songs they are what's your rating Hunter uh, I'm gonna give this well actually 
I'm going to go low. Uh, lower than I originally was going to say 50, but I'm actually, after listening to it multiple times, the more I listen to it, the less yada it gets. I'm going to give it a 25. Yeah. Oh, wow. You went way lower. This is a throwback to that new R&B sound from the late 90s, early 2000s. It's a throwback to the sound 15 years ago. It's computery. It's way too hip. It's got a nice weird horn solo, but that doesn't save it for me. Brody plays this. I'm slitting my own throat right in front of his DJ booth. Whoa. Give him this a 35. If you kill yourself in front of Brody Jenner, you should probably try to take him with you, because any other way, it's only going to be him that gets remembered, not you. <laughs> were, true. Were, you were you referencing like the Jameer choir era-ish? A little yeah. later than that. A little, a little later. Okay. More like Meyer Hawthorne. Is that who yeah, you're yeah. You're gonna have to Hello give this Black. as a genre. I know. New R&B. Um, I got a number. I'm going to give it a 15, but I'm just kind of pissed off, mostly because we keep talking about Brody Jenner. Steve Arino. This sounds to me like the Tom Tom Club trying to rip off Prince. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, listen to this guy. I mean, it's we, 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 the modern yacht stuff that, uh, that we've been looking at, some of it comes pretty close, but a lot of it has a wider range of influences than just pure yacht. And then pure yacht has been hard to define anyway as it is. So the Anybody who loves all this type of music, they're just going to draw from whatever sounds good to them. It's rarely going to be pure yacht. So, yeah. And you compare this to Young Gun Silver Fox song that we did that got a 50 and was pretty stinking good. Yeah. Pretty yachty. And pretty yachty. This is so far off from yeah, that. Yeah, this is this is interesting to me. Like, oh, I wonder what what else these guys do. But it's definitely not a yacht song. I'm giving it a 15. On, on first listen, I was going to give it a 50 because I was going to say... That ride that modern yacht line, but I don't. Mm-hmm. Think, I don't think it. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah. is there? Uh, we got a thirty-one point two five. Wait, that was wrong. It is Nyat. Oh, what is it? Is it's it still Nyat? Yeah. But what did you give it again, Steve? Fifteen. Just like that. fifteen. It's twenty-two point five. I'm sorry. Yeah, I guess I should have been uh, checking you on my adding machine. It is Nyat. That gives you a paper trail. All right. So that was Yacht or Nyat. Volume 11? Mm-hmm. That was it. I'm, I'm having Ocean City Defender write me a bed for the end of the show. I noticed oh, nice. the, the yeah. dead air at the end of the show has been bothering me from a production standpoint. So we're just going to play the first song that we played, One Way Ticket to Paradise, again, yeah, it's while, nice we, while I read the credits. Hmm. Send your yacht and yacht questions. Here we go. Via Yacht Rock. Via Twitter. At Yacht Rock. Email or, or Facebook us. Text us if you know our phone numbers. Instagram, too. Instagram it to us. Take a, take a picture of your question. Put it on Instagram. Follow JD at JD Risner. Follow Hollywood Steve at Hollywood Steve H. Follow David, David underscore B underscore Lions. Follow Hunter at Hunter Stare. Like Yacht Rock on Facebook. Follow Beyond Yacht Rock on Instagram. Rate and review us on iTunes. Go to YachtRock.com for a very useful experience. We're going to have new merch up this month. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, some nice stuff coming your way. Theme and bumpers by Rob Crow and Ocean City Defender. Thanks to producer Dustin Marshall, along with the entire Feral Audio crew, Jason, Kristen, Noah, and Matt. Check out other Feral Audio podcasts at feralaudio.com. And fade out. Feral Audio.